Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pro Football Show for this Monday, April 13th. Hope you had a blessed holiday week. Happy Easter. Belated happy Easter. As we are moving fastly approaching, fast approaching, the NFL draft, which will be a week from this Thursday. So we've got a lot to cover. We have taken you through a lot of different um, information, evaluating of players. More importantly, We've kind of led you to where you need to be, and that's LandryFootball.com to get the draft boards, a true look at what an NFL draft board looks like and how the players this year stack up on the draft board, as well as listening to the scouting reports, a real draft room-style scouting reports while you're looking at the draft board. So we've got that for you at LandryFootball.com. We'll have a look at you know team-by-team kind of projections, where things might be headed, and, of course, our notebooks each and every day have tons of information, college and NFL, on on prospects and where things are going. lot, lot to get to. Reminder that if you're not listening to the college podcast each and every weekday, you're missing out on a lot of draft information as we just don't have as much time to get into as many prospects So we try to on this show. So we try to do some of it here, but a lot of it over on the college side. So we've given you a whole lot. You should be really well prepared. Uh, certainly those of you that are members of LandryFootball.com, you, you are prepared like like an owner or would be prepared or a general manager would be prepared about these players. So you want to check it out today and make sure that you take advantage of the scouting season discount offer that we currently have. And this podcast brought to you as all of our podcasts are brought to you, our college one and our NFL one, brought to you by 401k Generation, the fine experts at 401k Generation on <clears throat> a financial money management investment and queries. They specialize in 401ks. Uh, find out more about what they do. Go to LandryFootball.com. Check the link on 401k Generation. Click on that. That will lead you to their website. Tell you more about what they do, who they are. But give them a call. Uh, call them. Uh, you can send them a question there or an email if that's what you prefer to do. Give them a call or a text at 1-866-998-5879. Tell them that you heard about them from us. And then, you know, get get you a second opinion. Get your first opinion. Uh, they can help you with that. We know it's a very volatile market, very difficult market this time of year, so we want to make sure that you have a comfort level. So check that out today. Make sure you're getting these podcasts by signing up on Landry, sign up for Landry Football's conference call. We got it there for you. So what's the latest news since we talked to you on um, 
Friday. Well, it was afternoon Good Friday news dump. The XFL decided. And what was not a shock, but maybe a little bit of a surprise to me, that they have suspended all operations. Now, what they did say on the conference call for people that were on it, I was not, as I haven't been involved with the league, um, is that they're shutting it down. Um, it's really unfortunate because we've had two years in a row for two different reasons. Two good, look like two good developmental leagues that were in a position. And, and you know, you can look at it and say the Alliance League was doing a really good job from a football standpoint, but they didn't have their financial ducks in a row, and they just close up shop in the middle of the season. Well, the XFL looked like they had the finances, you know, held in good position, and the product was pretty good in its own right. Good coaches. I think people liked it. But obviously we're in difficult times with coronavirus and those the effects of the economy. Uh, my understanding is that Vince McNan, McNan who's worth – $2.9 billion is now worth $1.9. Uh, lost as much as a billion dollars through some of the market strife. Now, people might say cynically, oh, well, poor thing. No, I'm not saying to feel sorry for him, but I don't care how much money you have. When you lose a lot, and this is not making money, and you're losing a lot elsewhere, no one expected financially to happen what's happening right now. So, you know, there there does not appear to be uh, any uh, appetite to bring it back. I'm assuming that's all been discussed. And the decision is, oh, no, not going to be able to go through with putting together um, a financial package that is going to need to about three years to make money when I've lost this much money in other areas. So it's been um, it's been obviously a tough, tough run here for, I think, two leagues that had real positives for coaches and personnel people and, most importantly, players to get a real opportunity. So very, very difficult. Don't know if it would have su- survived. Um, you know, financially, you wouldn't have made money. But again, it wasn't like the league was not doing well or not making money. It wasn't, but that was expected. But no one expected the loss of income from or the loss of other monies coming from uh, the coronavirus uh, when this all started. So it's unfortunate that we've lost two years in a row, two leagues that look like was going to offer some real value to uh, developmental players. Other interesting news on Friday was that New Orleans Saints uh, quarterback Drew Brees has chosen to sign with NBC over ESPN. He had an offer to take over the ESPN job, as they're clearly trying to boot out Joe Tessitore and Booger McFarland, which I know hasn't gone well. Uh, but uh, we know that Peyton Manning was offered a ton of money to go to ESPN. He decided not to do it. Uh, Drew Brees is going to go to NBC. And the plan is 
they sold him on the idea that he was going to be the guy that would be the eventual replacement for Chris Collinsworth, just like Collinsworth was groomed to replace John Madden, and Collinsworth did like the studio type show. This is how they're going to use Breeze to be kind of the studio show type guy. They're going to have him do NBC games, I believe, uh, Notre Dame games on NBC, I believe, and then, um, you know, groom him, do studio shows on the NFL to get him ready to go and to replace Chris Collinsworth at some point. There's a possibility, based upon the new TV contract, that there may be multiple games a week, which would put Drew in a 1A type position with Chris Collinsworth. So NBC has been, look, they brought in Mike Tirico to groom behind uh, Al Michaels, and that hasn't quite taken place yet. And Al 75, it may not, but that's the plan there. This is the plan. So it's it's a good situation. Drew will likely play uh, one more year and then move on and begin the second part of his career. So what a it's great to be Drew Brees. Signed another contract and um, you know he's doing great and uh, is now already has his future lined up without uh, without having to to wait until it's all done. He's got things planned beforehand. So great on him. Um, and we'll see how that plays out going forward. The NFL owners are not even expected to take a vote on the renewal of the rulemaking pass interference review reviewable by instant replay. The, the decision to allow pass interference to be reviewed made sense in theory, but the reluctance to change any penalty from pretty much every officiating crew became an ongoing issue. Perhaps they'll come up with a better deal, but for now, Pass interference will go on back to being decided purely from the officials on the field decision. So what it could mean is if you have a complete disaster of a decision, a decision like they did in the Rams-Saints game, the same thing could happen. That's the thing that I don't quite get. But there's a lot of things that just don't make a lot of sense. Um, the NFL's competition committee submitted their 2020 rules change proposals that clubs will consider at upcoming league meetings. Uh, the proposals include expanded defensive player protection to a kickoff or punt return, prevent teams from manipulating the game block by committing multiple dead ball fouls while the clock is running, modifying the blindside block rule, expanding automatic replay review to include instances that were negated by a penalty, new onside kick alternatives, restore overtime to 15 minutes and minimize impact of coin toss, provide new option for defense to start the game clock earlier after declining a penalty, adding a booth umpire as an eighth official, adding a senior technology advisor to help assist in the crew. The alternative to the onside kick is the most intriguing potential change as it would allow a team who's trailing in the game an opportunity to maintain possession of the ball after scoring um, fourth and 15 from the kicking team's 25-yard line. So we'll see how... Those things will play out, and I don't know at this point that in May we're going to have an owner's meetings. It might be virtual meetings, which I tend to think it'll probably will be. Um, let's get into some free agent news. The Giants not expected to re-sign free agent Marcus Golden. Kind of priced himself out of New York after posting 10 sacks and a rebound 2019 season. He hasn't come close to the $10 million average uh, per year he's seeking, but the Giants don't have the cap space to bring him back. Despite a slow market, Golden could land a multi-year contract after playing last season 
on a prove-it deal. So let's kind of see where things go there. Uh, that is, for people with cap room, a guy that has really good value in terms of a pass rush. Uh, LaShawn McCoy says he wants to sign and sign with a contender. Uh, he's the 32, entering the year 32. Still got some value as a runner. That's a somebody that wants to, say, rent a running back for a year. Veteran back may make some sense. There'll be a spot for him as well. The Colts signed fullback Roosevelt Knicks this weekend to a one-year contract. He spent much of last year on IR after appearing in just three games. He was released last month. The Pro Bowler in 17, appeared in just 19 games since. Colts have never carried a fullback under Frank Wright. So uh, we'll see if they're changing or if it is indeed a roster long shot, if they have some other plans for him. Uh, speaking of plans, um, Stephen Goskowski has no plans to retire. He says he's the 36-year-old, now free agent kicker, former Patriot kicker, was cut from the Patriots after missing 12 games last year. He's coming off a of hip surgery. We'll see. Certainly guys like that, when you can work them out, see they're healthy with his experience, he'll get work. If not in the offseason, during the season when people have some struggle with their kickers, with their kickers. The Ravens have re-signed Matt Skura, their center, to a one-year $2.4 million contract. It's a good deal for the Ravens. Signed him at the original round um, restricted free agent tender. He's working his way back from a torn ACL and a dislocated kneecap. Canada to open up the season on the reserve PUP list. Uh, the Chargers signed offensive tackle Storm Norton to a two-year contract. He fell out of the league in 18, got another shot after showing well in the XFL. He joins Trent Scott, Trey Pipkins, and Cole Toner as backup options behind Brian Balaga and Sam TV over with the Chargers. And the Redskins uh, franchise tag Brenson, uh, Brandon Sheriff, um, uh, the the – Talks with him on a long-term deal have gone pretty well. Um, he's set to make $15 million if he plays under the tag this year. But the Redskins want to lower the cap hit and lock him up for a few years. He hasn't played a full season since 16, but he's graded out as one of the top six or eight guards in the league this past year. He's likely going to want about $11 million, uh, a year average um, that uh, Glasgow got this offseason. So we'll see how that plays out and whether they're able to get something done. Uh, free agent Everson Griffin, Griffin um, he initially said he wasn't going back to the Vikings or he's moving on. Well, he is, but never say never on a return to the Vikings. He said he's, um, I think, the number two defensive end on the market, and uh, certainly Jadavian Clowney, if you look at him as an end slash tackle, I think both those guys are still have value that when their price comes down, they're going to find jobs. Um He's a little bit frustrated at the lack of interest thus far. Uh, it's taken a lot of patience, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, I always say, you, you tell guys, go out and see and get what you want. If you don't, check back with us. You know, a lot of times these guys leave a team thinking, I can get more than that in the open market. You're not showing me respect. Then then they go out and realize that no one's willing to spend that, and therefore that the team wasn't being unfair to you that's just kind of what your market is at this point we'll see as i always say the market clears up into the draft and most importantly after the draft during the draft but after the draft so if you don't feel some of these needs at any position if you don't fill them in the draft then you get another bite at the apple going back into some free agent discussions where maybe 
Maybe a guy like Clowney and Griffin gets a little bit more than teams are willing to spend today because maybe they're not able, um, at this point, if they're not able to get the guy that they want into the draft, at this point they're not willing to spend it, but later they might be willing to spend a little bit more down the road. We'll see on all of these guys. Cowboys signed Savion Smith, the corner, um, over the weekend. Never played an NFL snap, but he's the former Alabama corner that's got good size. And um, good uh, camp uh, guy to bring in. Um, the Rams tell me they're really counting on their 2018 fifth round um, Michael Kaiser to replace Corey Littleton at inside backer. Now, Kaiser will have help, but the Rams lost a ton of talent at the linebacker spots and free agency. Watching Littleton sign a lucrative deal with the Raiders and uh, and Dante Fowler joining the Falcons. Kaiser is pegged in for one of the spots on the inside, but he missed all of last season with a torn peck and didn't play a single defensive snap as a rookie. He's never been on the field on defense since entering in the NFL. It's a tall ass. Expect the Rams to be active in the draft when it comes to linebacker help. Uh, the Cowboys' um, Tony Pollard could see some snaps at receiver. Pollard flashes a rookie rushing for 455 yards and three touchdowns behind Zeke Elliott. There aren't too many carries for him with uh, L.A. as a three-down workhorse, but it could have a Ty Montgomery role in Mike McCarthy's offense. Pollard played receiver at Memphis, caught 15 of his 20 targets last year. He's already one of the top um, handcuffs. Pollard would push for a standalone value with an expended pass game role. So I'm uh, going to see uh, how McCarthy uses him, but that's kind of how I see it. Speaking of the Packers, Mike McCarthy's former uh, team, they really like Jay Sternberger, and they're not only going to get the start, shot at the number one tight end, but they feel like with Jimmy Graham gone that he's in the driver's seat to not only get the shot but win it and be very effective. Um, Sternberger had injuries that limited him to six inch snaps as a rookie, but ceiling's really high. Um, uh, he'll compete with Mercedes Lewis and Robert Tonyan in training camp. and wouldn't be surprised if they added – a tight end at some point in this draft or maybe in the second wave of free agency. Speaking a little bit of the draft, um, very curious to see. I do think that when it's all said and done, obviously the Bengals taking a quarterback one. I think it's going to be Burrow at two. You are, I think, going to see Chase Young take the, the go to the Redskins, which would really open up the draft and the draft essentially starting at three with Detroit. Does Detroit make a move? Do they take Jeff Okuda? Do they surprise take someone else? Do they move back? I think they have an interest in moving back. And that could certainly affect what the Giants might be willing to do or capable of doing. I do think my sense is in talking with them that Dave Gettleman definitely would like to move back just don't think there's a real market for moving back, particularly since if you're going to move up to four with the Giants, you're better off doing a deal with Detroit. It's probably going to cost you the same compensation, and you can get to three instead of four, and you don't run the risk of somebody, if you move, a, you know, listen, if you can't get a deal done with Detroit and Detroit picks, then I think the Giants' phone is going to ring. Right now, their phone's not going to ring as much because 
people are just going to spend more time focusing on going to Detroit, to the third spot. Because if you're moving up, let's say, for a quarterback, why wouldn't you move to three instead of four? You're, it's going to cost you probably the same thing, as I said, and you don't want to put yourself in a position at four where you could get jumped. Now, some may say the same thing could take place if you go to three at two, but I do think we need to watch potentially for a pre-draft day trade if somebody's really sold on two of the quarterbacks moving to three guarantees you that, I mean, if you like three quarterbacks, and I'm going to say that, let me back up, say if I like three. If I like Burrow, I like two, and I like Herbert, well, you know that going to three assures you that one of them is going to be there. Uh, Four doesn't assure you of anything. It potentially, you know, could take you out of one of all, you know, all of those guys. Probably one will be there, but not definitely. So, um, and and not with potential trade options, not necessarily with the team that has the pick. So it's going to be interesting to see. I know that the Giants are interested in moving, but again, they're not in a great leverage position to do so because of the Lions situation. Lions stay there, take their guy. We're going to see what the Giants do once they're on the clock. If they stay there, what do they do? Do they take an Isaiah Simmons or Derek Brown? Kind of sounds like they're leaning towards offense and offensive tackle, but we'll see, and we'll find out soon enough. Um, NFL teams are mixed on Jordan Love, and that's kind of the storyline of I think people know what the top three are and are, are not at quarterback. I think there's a lot more up and down across the board, everybody thinking a lot of different ways about Jordan Love. Some see, boy, he's got an arm talent that's like Mahomes. He moves like Mahomes. He could be like Mahomes. Maybe he – one thought Mahomes would be that great. If we put him with a great quarterback guru, look what we could have. You've got a lot of that out in the league right now. But then you've got other guys that are just simply looking at the guy and saying, you know, he's being overvalued because he's a quarterback. He's got physical skills, but he's got a ways to go. Uh, look, he did not have a productive year this past year. I think the coaching changes, the quarterback changes, the offensive changes affected his productivity. I think this kid's a good quarterback. But when you're talking about the quarterback position, you just have to understand that you're going to have to overpay. And you know what? If you look at it, in a lot of respects, Kansas City, quote-unquote, overpaid for Patrick Mahomes. Not not look like it now, though, at the time it did. So keep that in mind. That's why somebody, don't know how high somebody, is going to make a move on them. I know that the Dolphins, the Saints, the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Packers um, – have done a lot of work on his background. Even the Redskins have. So uh, I know that a lot of folks have spent a lot of time with Matt Wells, his former coach at Utah State that now is at Texas Tech, to learn more about him and what makes him tick. So let's see uh, what what happens uh, with him, and he's going to be one of the true storylines in this draft. Hey, folks, that'll be a wrap for today. We're going to get into uh, some more discussions on tomorrow's show. We'll talk a little bit about couple of draft prospects. We'll talk about uh, Josh Jones of Houston and LaVisca Chenault of Colorado. 
Uh, we also remind you to check out our college podcast where we've got a lot of information on draft prospects. And most importantly, check out LandryFootball.com. That's where you can uh, see true NFL draft boards and true draft room style scouting reports. So you want to check that out today and take advantage of our scouting season offer on LandryFootball.com. You're going to love it. Uh, you can try it out for a month or three months, or you can get uh, for less than $5 a month. Try it out for the year membership, the best deal we have. With football season, evaluations, recruiting, we're going to have all that for you. So if you're a football fan, you want to stay on top of personnel, and you want to know about these players. You want to know about who the, the best group of prospects are in next year's draft and coming up in college and kids coming into college from high school. That's where we can provide information for you that others just simply cannot do. They certainly throw out names, but they don't have the background as a recruiting coordinator in college, as an NFL scout for over 30-plus years, to give you a true um, recruiting boards, draft boards, so we can provide some insights into coaching and scouting and front office work that others just simply can't provide due to lack of experience. Nothing against them. It's just experience gives you an advantage in that regard. Also, experience is big when it comes to financial planning, and that's why you want to turn to the folks at 401k Generation for all your financial needs, money management, investment inquiries, 401ks, IRAs, whatever your needs are, whatever your questions are, regardless of which state you're listening to this show, they can help you. They are licensed in all 50 states, so you can reach out to them today. Call or text at 1-866-998-5879. That'll do a wrap for today, and check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest information in our notebooks. We'll talk to you tomorrow, and check us out on our college show. So long, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.